0: What we're about to do? We're about to get real.
1: There are many people in this room who are voluminous. We are 10 gallon people.
0: We're about to have conversations that Christians have behind closed doors. The scary ones, the ones that make you feel uncomfortable. That's where we're going.
1: But we may have been born into families of people who have pint capacities.
0: Why? Because we're family. Ustedes son mi familia.
1: and when you, when you are a 10-gallon person and you want love, you want it on a 10-gallon level. But if you fool around and hook up with a pint person, they, they could be giving you all that they have, sincerely giving you everything, but it doesn't fill you up because you're bigger than
2: that. So this is the Brian and Janelle Podcast. She's Janelle, and I'm Brian. If you don't want to miss anything, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button to get a notification whenever we drop a new episode.
1: I feel you, but you must realize some people, that's all they got.
2: This is the Brian and Janelle Podcast.
0: A great conversation with a friend of mine, and she brought up something that just really made me think. This person has been in ministry for decades because we that old. So only a <laughs> only like you know. It was a peer review, obviously. <laughs> and this person was talking about how they've struggled with people pulling at them and always needing from them. Yeah. And feeling unloved and unappreciated it's like a constant thing she says she was feeling and recently in that journey she read something that rocked her world and when she shared it with me I was just like whoa I think I've just like I've been changed when it comes to relationship I'll share it with you and see what you think So, you know, we're always trying to find ways to feel loved, whether it's in our marriage or with our friends. We know, and we have a heart for pastors, and when you're in ministry, that's an issue. You know, you're always giving, giving, giving. And so this friend of mine who's a pastor has told me that's been an issue that she's had when it comes to feeling appreciated, feeling loved, and uh, feeling connected with people. And she found something that actually made me think, It was the comparison of saying people have different capacities. Some people are five-gallon people. So just go with the capacity in terms of container.
2: And this is not a reflection of their their girth.
0: No, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) So no, in terms of love capacity or or giving and caring. So some people are five-gallon people. Some people are 10-gallon people. And then some people are pint-sized people. You know, it has nothing to do like with, with that. <laughs> wow, I was gonna ask you. It has nothing to do with their value or you know how right, right, awesome right. they are. It's how much they can give, honestly and genuinely give. And so the problem is that you got some 10 gallon people, this is the idea that that this person discovered, connected to and engaged with pint-sized people. Mm. Isn't that deep? Yeah. And so The idea was when you're a 10-gallon person and you're connected to pint-sized people, you're constantly wondering, like, why aren't you giving more? Why don't you give me more? Like, is it that you don't love me? Is it that you're holding back? Is it that I'm not doing enough, right? Yeah. And the understanding they came to in the thing that we're reading is even if you don't feel filled up, right, because you're a 10-gallon person.
2: You got a lot of room.
0: You got a whole lot of room, and you're frustrated. You have to understand that this pint-sized person is giving you all they got. All they got. And so the peace and understanding this person came to is, once you realize they're giving you all they got, you're good. You, you, you understand that they're giving you everything in terms of their capacity, does that connect to you in terms of how you engage with people in relationships? It
2: does. In fact, you, you were telling me this uh, earlier, and I've been thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it even has wider application yeah. than just someone's capacity to give and or receive love. I mean, because I'm like a 500-gallon person. I
0: was, okay. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's— You're let's. like a half a pint. <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Uh, you
0: would say you're at least a gallon?
2: Uh, pint size. It depends on, and see, this is just it. I think it depends on the thing because here's where this gets sticky. I think somebody could hear that and go, wait, are you saying I'm, that you're better than me?
0: Yeah.
2: Right. So, oh, you're, yeah, you 10 gallons. I got a pint. What are you trying to say? I'm stupid. Yeah. And the more I thought about that, the more I said, no, that's not what that means. And I think there's a deeper way, not a deeper way, just, a. Uh, another layer to it that can help us with it. Cause I love the concept, yeah, Janelle. Yeah. So, uh, hang on to your gallon or your pint or your, uh, your ton. <laughs> your or, ounces. Your, There's some people out Your there. teaspoon. But, <laughs> and, and we'll get to more here in just a second. Hey, it's Brian. If you've been a faithful listener to this podcast, we're just super grateful for you. Can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us in our journey to follow Jesus a little more closely every day. But I got to remind you about something. We're listener supported. We're a ministry of Moody Radio in Cleveland, and it's donations from people who listen to us, just like you, that allow us to keep making episodes. So rather than tiptoe, because I'm not good at that, or dance around it, because I certainly can't dance, I'm going to be direct. We need your money, your financial support, Would you consider a donation to this ministry? A gift of any amount will make a huge difference. If you want to donate, we'd be so grateful. Just go to moodyradio.org slash Cleveland. Again, moodyradio.org slash Cleveland. Thanks. So Janelle's bringing up this powerful idea that if you're feeling not filled up, from what your spouse has to offer or your friend. You feel like you're always giving more than you're receiving. It may not be that they're holding back. It may be that their capacity is just a lot smaller than yours. You are a five-gallon person, and they're a pint.
0: But first, before we move on, and and don't take this as an interruption, I just want to understand, what does that mean to you? Because when I picture people I've struggled with that this idea helps me, I'm like, yo, they were like, really trying. They really loved. It just didn't fill me up. So is that in terms of quality, in terms of quantity, in terms of like what,
2: well, I, th- I think what's if, the
0: capacity side in terms of your understanding?
2: Well, I think it varies based on person. We've got to even think of it as categories of buckets. Uh, the more I thought about this, the more I realized we all have various sized buckets. Are we saying buckets or jugs? What are we saying? Jugs? Bu-
0: jugs. I always pictured jugs. Buckets, that's such a guy thing.
2: Yeah, here's a bucket. <laughs> it's like a, we've washed out a, a milk jug, a yeah, one-gallon milk jug. We've exactly. cleaned it and we're reusing it. Thank okay. you. Okay? I think we all have various sizes depending on what's going on. But I, initially answering your question, I think what this does is really helps us fully embrace the, the greatest commandment. If you're going to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your, your neighbor as yourself, yeah. what do we do with ourselves? We always give ourselves the benefit of the doubt, right? You know, I had the best intentions. I may have personally insulted you, Janelle, but I meant well. Yeah, you know? yeah. So go easy on me, right? We have to extend that same concept to our neighbor. That's loving your neighbor as yourself.
0: Yeah. And so that's yeah. being
2: willing to go stop being selfish, saying you're not doing enough, you're not doing enough, and go, are they doing all they can? And that's yeah. all I ever expect yeah. of myself.
0: And the way that it's helped me in a past relationship is... And we'll get more into, like, let's say even marriage, but with my dad. And that's why it's hard to look at him like, okay, it's pint versus gallon. Because it's my dad. And you respect him. Well, I respect him, the sacrifices he made. But the way it helps me is because, for example, one of the struggles I have, and my dad passed away, so I've had to reconcile a lot in terms of some of the issues. But I really wanted emotional connection to talk to him or to be heard, all of this and other things in terms of love. But he was a hard worker, and he provided, and I went to the best schools. He would put clothes on us and send us to Dominican Republic before he would go anywhere. But it didn't connect in terms of my emotional need. Now, I could say, man, I I didn't feel filled up, but is it fair for me to look at what he gave and be like, really? Like, I'm going to call that a pint? All those hours of yeah, work and sacrifice.
2: Yes, because if you look at his at his work ethic, the bucket
0: and sacrificing giving it's way bigger than yours. Exactly, exactly. His, but I didn't his, feel his capacity
2: up. to. Work hard and sustain and sacrifice for his family. Yeah, you're a nice person, but his, from the sounds of way, it, way bigger than yours. Yes, and so imagine how unfulfilled he felt about your effort. Yeah, I left the country of yeah. of my birth. Yeah, and went to another place to get more for my kids. Yeah. And Janelle's complaining she's not warm <laughs> yes. enough. Yeah, and then she's got to go inside the store.
0: Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But was, yeah.
2: And and this is why I think it's so important, and I'm glad you brought this up, because it's so easy to take this and go, what are you trying to say? I'm stupid and yeah. I'm not as good as you. Yeah. But no, no, I think one of them is we have to realize that we all have a big like room full of various sized intellectual jugs. So here's what I mean. If I'm hanging out with Len, Len is a physics major. Yeah. My physics jug is like a half a teaspoon lens yeah. is like five gallons. Yeah, And so he could be irritated that I can't converse with him about deeper level physics. Right. Or he can go, Brian's given me all that half teaspoon. <laughs> yeah. That's all yeah. he's got. And you can even think of it in a spiritual sense too, right? I mean, somebody mm-hmm. could go, wow, you don't know whether you're pre-tribulational rapture or mid-tribulational rapture to a newer Christian. They'll yeah. be like, what? Yeah. Wow. Are you even saved? No, their bucket is just a lot smaller than yours. Yeah, I keep changing the object. But that's I like that liquid. you said <laughs> in terms of
0: category, because that same newer Christian, when you think of the new Christians in the Bible, like the woman at the well, the passion and the love and the just the baby faith of like, oh, my goodness, I met this man. You got to yeah. meet him. That kind of thing. It's bucketful for a new believer. You may not have the theology right. down. So, yeah, I like the category side.
2: I'm struggling with your your hermeneutical interpretation (laughs) with some eisegesis in 1 John 2. (laughs) Excuse me? You might just have to go, let's read 1 John 2 together. Yeah. Not because they're dumb.
0: Yeah.
2: But because their capacity is different. I think emotionally it's the same way. Not by anyone's fault. Not like anyone's going, I want to be smaller than you emotionally in this area. Think about all the emotional baggage we all carry. Yeah. If somebody was abused as a child, they may really struggle emotionally to trust. So their trust jug is way smaller than yeah. yours. Oh, wow. So I, I had a good friend of mine kind of talk about that. He said he, his marriage took a turn in a sense for the better oh. when he was able to kind of go, you know what? Stop this. Stop being fr- Look at she's giving you all she's got. She doesn't love the same way that you do, if you want to talk about the five love languages. She's doing the best she can with giving you words of affirmation, even though they come out sideways sometimes or they're not as often as you would like. The minute you accept she's doing the very best she can, life gets a lot more peaceful.
0: And it could even be more sacrificial than that with what your friend said. I like that you brought up the five love languages with your friend because it can even be She's not even giving me words of affirmation. (laughs) She's loving me in the way she knows how to. So it could be acts of service. And they're doing all they can to like, like that's how they're loving you. And to come to the acceptance of, I have to learn to receive love that way. Because with that book, what I've done is, no, but that's not how I receive love. Yes, and so. I've missed yeah. it for years because Len, like, well, Len gives me words of affirmation, all that. But I'm saying his thing is acts of service. And he'll be mowing the lawn and fixing bathrooms. And I'm like, can we spend time together?
2: Yeah, and you're like, I reject your love yeah. for me. Yeah, I know you show love by doing those things for me, but I will not receive it from you because that's not how I. And yeah. I, I don't think that's what Dr. Chapman means by that, nor yeah. what I think the Lord expects of us as well. But it's a hard transition to go. Okay, Len, just fixed the bathroom. Now he's mowing the lawn, and all I want to do is hang out with him. But you know why he's doing that? Because he loves me. Yeah. But could you maybe call him on the phone, and he could have the earbuds in and talk to you while he's pushing the mower around, and you could be sitting in comfort, sipping on your uh, Starbucks choice of the day? Yeah,
0: coffee, that's right.
2: Or you could call him and say, hey— uh, I think the union would allow you a 15-minute break from all of your work here in a few minutes. <laughs> okay. Could I share that break with you?
0: Yeah, right. I was going to say, as we're, if we're saying, okay, this is grace and trying to get to that point, mm-hmm. doesn't that feel like you're not just compromising, but you're just in a mediocre way saying, okay, fine, I'll just take love. Whether it's a dad or a sibling or a friend you know what you need in terms of love. And what we're telling people is, no, just be satisfied with what they give you. For the rest of your life, that's what we're we're saying we got to do.
2: Yeah, and you're, again, this is going to sound like the kid in the back of Sunday school. It's like not paying attention. Someone says, and what's the answer to the the flannel graph? Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) But quite frankly, what is supposed to be at the very pinnacle of our lives that satisfies all of our longings and, de- and desires. For the Christian life, it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if we place our spouse or our friend in a position where Jesus belongs, we're never going to be satisfied. If you think, oh, I'll just be loved enough if my husband... You will never be satisfied. And I know that sounds crazy, but I think it's really easy because I've been a perpetrator of this. Yeah, Where... I think I'm putting Jesus first, but really I've put Sarah first.
0: Mm. In terms of what you expect from her.
2: What I expect from her yeah. and having my needs met. Christ fulfills all of those things for us. If we'll just get out of the way for a minute mm. and put him in the place he belongs in our lives.
0: Yeah.
2: Because yeah. if you think your spouse is going to give you everything you need, you might just give up now because it's not true. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And that's why I like your advice so much is because it's thoroughly biblical in that Your spouse doesn't have the capacity to give you everything you need, but Jesus does. So the minute you accept they can't do that, you're actually going to make room for Jesus.
0: So that's your answer to when you're saying, but I'm not filled up.
2: Yeah. If you're not filled up, then I would encourage you just gently to say, then maybe you just aren't close enough to Christ yet. He's drawing you nearer. Don't think about the, maybe you're not saved. That's ridiculous. If you confess with your lips, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Mm -hmm. But our lives are a continual journey closer to Christ. And so if you're feeling unfulfilled, spend some time asking him to draw you near and then doing that. And I think you'll find that some of those unmet needs will be met by our perfect savior who can meet all your needs.
0: Hey, hold up. Where are you going? You know you liked your time with us. You want more. So look down. Hit that button right there, subscribe, and you'll get updated episodes, and then you can hang some more.
2: And guess what? You can help us. How? A five-star rating.
0: You can also hang with us live, weekday 6 to 9 a.m., interact with us, talk with us, download the Moody Radio app.
2: Or at brianandjanelle.org.
0: And we don't put all this together all by ourselves. There's some great people behind all this production. We want to thank Ron Eastwood, Kelly Ryder, Paul Carter, Mike Reynolds, and our awesome and fearless leader, Josue Villa.
2: And finally, this podcast is a production of Moody Radio in Cleveland, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.
0: Well, Brian, that's a wrap.
2: Yep.